Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Trader Transformation Workshop informational webinar. Let's get the disclaimer out of the way before we get going. I'd like to remind you, the presentation is for educational purposes only. We're not broker dealers or financial advisors, and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please be aware that your risk in trading options is substantial, and please make sure you're aware of all your risks prior to placing your trades. Also, note that if we include any results and or trades in the presentation, consider them to be hypothetical computer simulated trades. They're believed to be as accurately represented as possible. Keep in mind that live results can vary from simulated results for many different reasons. All right, so today's presentation, Trader Transformation Principles. I am John Locke and I'm here with Stephen Hammett. Hello, Stephen. Hi, John. Hi, Stephen is our senior options trading mentor. And we're here today to help guide you along the path to achieving consistent trading results. So today's presentation is planned on being 60 to 90 minutes. We're going to make it as fun and educational as possible. During that time, Stephen and I will give you as much information as we can. And along the way, I'm also gonna tell you where you can find out more so that you can dig deeper into the information needed to ensure your success as a trader. Now, the topics today are going to include things such as common trader challenges, and how the approach many traders use towards trading creates these challenges. We'll also be discussing handling market environment shifts where your winning trading strategy suddenly becomes a losing trading strategy. And then at the end, Stephen and I will answer any questions you have that come up along the way. Speaking of questions, if you put them in there and you want everybody to see them, we're going to be answering them in the chat. You just go to everyone. If you want to send something privately, you can send it privately. I do not believe the questions pane is open. So, but we are going to wait till the end to answer the questions so we can keep things moving along. Now, I'm going to start by saying that if you have had challenges in the past with confidence, fear, uncertainty, or profitability in your trading, make sure you pay special attention because you're about to find out why. So let's play pretend for a moment, shall we? Imagine this scenario. You're the typical trader who looks for a trade with good past results. You know whether you figured out it had good past results uh, through back testing, or you bought a trade, or you or you just heard about it online. It doesn't really matter. But you got this trade, you know, and you try, you try it, and hey, you make money, and you're so excited because you finally found something that works. So you're going along making money thinking you've got it all figured out, and then comes some sort of an event. You know, we can take COVID, for example. And all of a sudden, you get this change in trading environment. You know, the implied volatility maybe changes drastically, or the range is expansion, and the price explodes like it did in COVID. And maybe you find that your wonderful trade isn't doing so well. So now let's pretend that you shrug off a few losses and you continue to trade that strategy. After all, you back-tested it, or maybe you didn't back-test it, but you figure somebody else must have back-tested it, right? That's why it's there. And this being the case, you have blind faith, and that's the blind faith that often comes along with back-testing and following other people's trades. So you figure that you're going to keep trading it, you're going to push forward, and that things are going to work out. So you do that, but unfortunately, in this case, it's a little different. In this case, poor performance persists and the losses continue. And you find you end up losing money in 2020 as well as the first half of 2021. And now that you're finally in enough pain, you eventually decide to make a change. Unfortunately, this time when we make a change, the market's different than it's ever been before, which does happen from time to time when 
when changes need to be made in your strategies. So the market's different than it's ever been before and you're losing money. What are you going to do? I mean, backtesting 2019 is going to tell you absolutely nothing about what your strategy is going to do in 2020 and market environment is completely different. And, you know, your 2019 trading strategy did well anyway, but it's not doing well now. So what's the point? Luckily, however, in this case, since you've been trading this since 2020 and last half of 2020, first half of 2021, you have 12 months of this new environment that you can backtest and hopefully come up with something, right, that's making money in that environment. So that's an option that you have. And, you know, then there's like, oh, yeah, there's this other guy over here that made up a trade and that's doing fantastic over the last year. So maybe I can copy what he did. Or, you know, I did see this older strategy that happened to do well before COVID and it's still doing okay. So maybe I can go do that. You know, and, and it was a solid strategy too, right? You know, it's a solid strategy, like buying virtually anything and waiting. I'm being a little sarcastic here, but the reality is a lot of people did well with that before COVID and a lot of people have done well with that in 2021. So if you're just looking at results, I mean, that's perfectly viable. It looks like a solid strategy. So anyway, you know, you find this complex option strategy, whatever it is, you back test 2020, you back test 2021, and it is wonderful. So you live trade for the rest of 2021 and hallelujah, what do you know? You now have a strategy that can handle the new market and your problems are over. I'm going to scale up for 2022. Problem solved. One of the things I want to point out is one of the many benefits of working with us here, Locking Your Success, is that we have trading strategies that we track for years the same way through all different types of market environments, whether they win or lose. That may not be the best for marketing for us, but it offers an extremely important insight for developing traders in regard to what to expect with non-subjective trading strategies. If you take a look at this trade, this is one of the trades we cover in an option trade for income. If you take a look at the results for 2021, we have 11 wins. We have one loss in November towards the end of the year. Uh, what was it? 88% return for the year. Absolutely fantastic. And not only that, the trade did well in 2020. And from the time period before COVID, 11, 2011 to 2019, it also did well. Not as well as it did in 2021, but... Um, it did well through that whole time period. So if you look at that, you think that you're all set, right? I got all the markets covered, both pre-COVID and after COVID. What else could possibly happen in the marketplace? Well, not exactly. Look at the very same strategy in 2022. This is what we have so far. I have, <clears throat> I've done four trades. I've lost four trades, down almost 30%. And if you remember in 2021, it was a fantastic year, but I lost November, which was no big deal back then because the trade won 12, I think it actually won 18 months in a row before it actually had that loss. But now when I look at the context of what's happening this year, when I look back over the last six months, I've lost five out of the six last trades. Now realize that this change in results happened, that the implied volatility is about the same as it was last year. The price levels are about the same as they were last year. The size of the price moves are about the same as they were last year. There's nothing historic going on. What the hell happened? 
realize it's very common, extremely common, for strategies that have been doing well recently, that have back-tested well for years to suddenly go through long periods of poor performance. Happens all the time, it's normal. In fact, it will happen to all strategies at some point, regardless of the complexity of the strategy. And that situation often leaves us pondering when it happens to us, you know, we, we, we have the quite we say we've accommodated for all market conditions, why are we losing now? Well, understand that I may not know what you're trading specifically, and I have no way of knowing how it's been doing recently. But what I do know is, and I know with 100% certainty, is that every set of trading rules, regardless of what they are, regardless of how well they're doing or how well they did, is going to run through a scenario that's similar to this. And when that happens, as it must happen, you are going to need to decide what to do about it. So what are you going to do? Are you going to continue to trade that strategy, push through the losing period, and hope that something changes in the marketplace where the trade is going to start winning again? Are you going to modify your strategy so that it would have done well recently? You know, if I if I did well in 2018 and 2017, and then 2020 and 21, I, I did I did I did terrible, and I modified my strategy so that it did well in 2020-21. That doesn't necessarily mean it's going to do well in 2022, as was just demonstrated. Is that is that your plan? I don't know. Are you going to change strategies to something that has done well recently? Again, same problem. Are you going to quit altogether? I don't know. I will tell you what most people do because I've been trading and coaching people for years. What most people do um, is they're either going to swap to a different strategy and hope or make a modification to their current strategy and hope or continue to trade, change trading the same strategy the same way and hope. Now, while I believe having hope in general is a good thing, relying on hope for your financial future is not the best plan. Realize that the problem with the approach of finding rules and tweaking them through backtesting, which is what most people tend to do, is that the trader is literally form-fitting rules so that they would have made money in the past, and in the process, they never truly learn why the trade actually wins or loses. In other words, the trader is usually ignorant of the edge of their position and, what it ex and how it exploits it in the marketplace, and they're unaware of whether or not that edge is present in the marketplace. Therefore, if that is the way that you're doing things, you're going to be oblivious as to how to identify when your edge disappears or when, it, or when it's going to reappear or the probability of when it's going to reappear. You have no idea. Meaning, if that's the case, right? Meaning you have no way of knowing whether to continue to trade a strategy other than based on how well it's done recently, leaving you, leaving you with no other choice but to rely on hope to make money. And that, my friends, in a nutshell, is why most income traders never learn how to consistently make money in the markets. And it's also why their confidence levels fluctuate all over the place between being uncertain and afraid to overconfident and oblivious to risk. Does any of this sound familiar? Ask yourself a question. Why are you trading the strategy you're currently trading? If that reason is primarily because it's done well recently or because it back-tested well or because somebody else said it was good or because you bought it somewhere, that's a problem. 
most people think or believe that just because someone can form fit rules that would have made money in the past or that they've made money recently, that it means they can expect to make money in different scenarios in the future. But unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Filtering the lawsuit, the losing scenarios out of the past, hiding behind statistics and pretending losing scenarios don't exist will not benefit you as a trader. Because the reality is that every trading strategy has vulnerabilities. They have price movement scenarios or implied volatility scenarios or timing scenarios where the trade will lose, possibly repeatedly for extended periods of time. Realize that filtering these instances out through the, in the past through backtesting or going through a period of time where you were lucky enough not to hit them and pretending they don't exist, is not, it doesn't make them go away. They're still there. Let me ask you another question. Do you really believe that you trade non-subjectively? Consider this for a minute, okay? If your plan is to non-subjectively apply a trade to the market the same way every time and expect to win consistently, then by definition, you are either being subjective or you're trading without the awareness that you're being subjective, meaning that you be trading with ignorance. As a trader, you want to be aware that in order for you to believe that your plan will make money, you must also, by default, hold a subjective belief that the market will not do the things that would create repeated losses for the trade. And if you don't think anything can create repeated losses for the trade, again, that's definitely a sign of ignorance, right? So, for example, if I'm educated and I'm going to trade non-subjectively, I'm going to trade any trade non-subjectively. And I'm just going to take a bullish vertical, for example. If I trade a bullish vertical the same way every month, and I expect to make money somewhat consistently for now and forever into the future, then by definition, I am trading based on the subjective belief that the market goes up more often than it goes down, and that when it goes down, or if it goes down, it rarely moves down enough to stop me out. And it will continue to do that into the future. Why am I trading with that subjective belief? Because if that subjective belief isn't true, then that trade doesn't make money over time and I would know it and I wouldn't want to trade it. So when I look at things this way, I have the awareness that my strategy only has an edge in the marketplace for so long as those conditions are likely to hold true. Which makes my job and my primary focus as a trader to identify when that edge is or is not present in the marketplace so that I can intelligently decide whether or not I should be using that strategy. That's extremely different than backtesting a set of rules that said, oh, my results were good through all this environment and everything's fine. Now, this bullish vertical was a very extremely simple example. But the point I'm trying to get across is that this subjective dynamic that I point out in the, in the bull trade or the bullish vertical is present in all trading strategies, regardless of how flat your T plus zero line is and regardless of how flat the uh, or how complex a strategy is. And the problem is that most traders are not 100% crystal clear as to what, the, what that dynamic or the dynamic is that creates the winning edge and the losing edge for the strategies that they're currently trading. Therefore, instead of learning how to identify their edge and how to take advantage of their edge, most traders waste years 
chasing or creating rules, often through backtesting that worked well recently. And then they hope they're going to continue to make money into the future without ever fully understanding the, the dynamics of the edge that allows the trade to win, nor understanding how to identify when that edge disappears. Once you understand that, you know when to trade a strategy, when not to trade a strategy, and when on how to modify a strategy. But this being the case, it's no wonder that many traders have problems with confidence, uncertainty, fear, and profitability. Now, when we start talking about the Trader Transformation Workshop, this is a trading performance program that helps traders become profitable through gaining a full understanding of the art of income trading. In the program, we work on developing the proper mindset and expectations as they relate to trading. We teach risk, reward, probability, and utility dynamics to improve your trading decisions. And we show you how to develop, develop the, the ability to quickly evaluate trading strategies, uh, as well as the ability to create extremely effective trading strategies based on market edge without the need to spend hours and hours upon backtesting them. In fact, during the workshop, we've had students literally create effective trading strategies in only a few hours and then demonstrated how to collectively evaluate those strategies as to their effectiveness. Uh, and some of those strategies are still in use today. So this is an extremely powerful concept and it's far beyond what you see with trading trade rules and so forth. And uh, I'm going to invite Stephen in now so that he can talk to us about the program and about some important lessons. So, Stephen. Hey, John. Hey. That was great, John. Covered a lot of material really quickly. And I, I, I'm sure so many people, me included, uh, back in the day, was exactly the situation I was in, right? We all started out probably what the, the, the tip typical path traders take when they get into options trading, at least, you know, they're going to buy calls on Apple or, or whatever the flavor of the month is. And then you have a couple of wins and some losses and you realize, oh, okay, theta, theta, I need to be a seller, a seller, a seller of, of, of theta of options. That's where it's at. Or 10 Delta, 10 Delta uh, verticals. Oh, wait, that's fine. But why don't I put them on top as well on the call side? Iron condors, iron condors. Those are doing great. Small wins, small, small wins, small wins, size up, big loss, <laughs> right? So this really this, what John's been speaking to is that hamster wheel that we get caught in. And the reason we get caught in that hamster wheel is not really understanding our trades and our edge. And I wanted to give you guys a perspective that I had uh, as a student uh, as and a presenter as a student as well of this workshop that we did in Orlando. So John mentioned edge. Let's let's talk about edge. You know, first of all, you have to understand in options trading, ultimately your edge comes from you're trading the fear and the greed of the overall market participants. You're not trading theta, you're not trading the gremlin that comes and deposits theta in your account over the weekend. You're trading the emotions of the of the market participants. And that's expressed uh, in a positive manner when the historical implied volatility is less, excuse me, when the historical volatility is less than implied volatility. That's what we're trading. We trade options. Now, each strategy is going to exploit that in some different ways. You're going to have some that are more bullish, some that are more bearish, some that are more aggressive from a time standpoint. 
Uh, some will take on more gamma. Understanding that edge is part one. Part two is accepting that that edge is going to change over time. Markets go through seasons. There's been no better example than since the uh, 2020 crash. The markets were in a very predictable type posture and season for many, many years. That changed in 2020, had a straight up market. The market doubled from the March lows, which is complete insanity. And if no one agrees with that, then I think you, you probably need to check that stock markets should not double in a year um, from the lows. Um, and then 2021 was certainly challenging in different ways, depending on what market you're looking at. The Russell was a huge chop, wide range, while the other markets continued to rocket ship higher. So the markets change, implied volatility changes, and that means our edges change. So the Trader Transformation Workshop really addresses this conundrum that John's laid out, right? You've got this trade, it's maybe it's rules-based, maybe you've added subjectivity, some sub subjectivity to it, and it's doing really well, but the markets change, my edges change, somebody moved my cheese. The, this workshop dives into details on how and why our trading edges change in the market. It goes into the cause and the effects of what's happening and how you can shift and get better aligned with the market. We look at pulling apart the components of any strategy, like John mentioned, doing back testing much quicker just by looking at a strategy. John's off, off, often done this in his live events. Somebody will he'll ask for a trading strategy and somebody will just read him the rule set and he can tell you within minutes, if not seconds, how it's going to perform in this market, where it loses, and when it wins. Uh, it, it almost seems like a, at first when he did that at one of the live sessions, we thought it was like a parlor trick. But it comes down to just understanding the positions. He understands you know, where the edge come, comes from and, and when it changes. And that's what we're trying to drive to. And ultimately, we want to evolve our trading to be probability risk-reward decision makers, the PRR. And that's what the principles in this workshop really highlight for us. Um, and ultimately, when our edges change, just say you're trading a rules-based strategy or you've curve fit it or form fit it, form fit it, like John had mentioned, um, hey, you really Steven, need to have, yeah. You want to talk about the, the scenario, right? We had in 2020 with COVID with our M3 and our bearish butterfly trades and our rock trade. You know, we had a situation where we've, where we had, we always used option view software. Yeah. Uh, option view software essentially blew up. We had new implies. So we, so we couldn't use our, our software. Uh, and, and that's can be a problem, right? Especially if you're right. heavily reliant on it. And then we have a whole new implied volatility skew curve where even if the software did work, it's, it's, we still don't know if the trade were worked out. Right. Um, and, we made in the Go membership. We made changes in those strategies like real time, immediately, when that happened. Yeah. And this changes worked. You know, we did fine in this. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, you know, think of that happening to you as a trader doing trading the way you're currently trading, and, and if you can manage that. Yeah. Well, there was. I you actually sparked uh, another scenario when we used uh, a lot of the traders in the community used a different analytical software and it the proprietary model that gives us our greeks changed and people freaked out right because that was 
their sort of security blanket. Like, oh, I don't know how to evaluate the trade. I don't know how to look at it. The software has changed. And I remember John coming on and going, guys, what? <laughs> Stop freaking out. You know, you understand the trade, you, you know, yeah, maybe to the decimal point, you're not getting the same Greeks as before. But if you understand the principles behind the trade and what's happening, you can, you can still manage to trade and get through this until we find a substitute for the software. So that was another uh, incident where people kind of panic when something has changed. So absolutely. So this kind of leads you down the path of, okay, there's nothing wrong with rules-based trades. I mean, we certainly teach that through our, our Go membership. And then if one chooses to graduate up to being a subjective trader, you need the skill and the ability to develop, to develop your own strategy. You know, I think of this, I've got this, this blank canvas up and that's the way I think of it. You know, just, just say you're starting from scratch from what you, from what you know about options trading or whatever strategies that you currently know, you think about what's happening in the market and just start playing around with different strategies that could have success in this current environment and recognize when it won't be successful. So it's not like, I want to contrast that with, oh, let me just make up something that I know will win every month, right? These sort of stories we tell ourselves. Um, mm -hmm. That's not what you're trying to do. And right. so ultimately, ultimately through the program, right, you want to be able to create, this is a Van Gogh, one of the greatest artists of all time, right? You want to take that blank canvas and uh, through taking this course and digesting and uh, evolving as a trader, you can be able to create a trade that's worthy of a Van Gogh. We want to be able to perfect our craft because in this business, that's what that is, right? This is never going to be a situation where you just take rules-based trades, trade them till they stop working, and then go buy another one. You're never going to be successful. It's just not going to happen. If it were that way, we'd all be wealthy, right? This is a craft. This is a high-performance endeavor. Um, and there's a lot of art involved to it. Uh, and so uh, involved in it, excuse me. And so we need the ability to evolve ourselves from just rules-based traders or tweakers, um, tweaking the trade that is, into creating something that is much more dynamic and have the mindset to take advantage of it. So this is kind of just, I'll quickly run through some of this. This is the workshop highlights. Uh, and again, you know, this was a live uh, workshop done in Orlando. I don't forget how many particip partic participants we had, John, but I think we broke off into several groups uh, during the workshop and um, breakout groups, worked on little projects and so on and so forth. It's very interactive. And a lot of that is shared in the program. And it really pulls together everything you've really learned up to this point, um, assuming you're, you know, in an at least an intermediate trader. And for even beginner trainers, it's just a wealth of knowledge. And in fact, it's probably better for a beginner trader to start getting um, introduced to these concepts so that they get, don't get caught in the hamster wheel early on. Yeah, I think you have a point there, right? So a beginner trader is going to look at the program and they're probably going to read it and go, oh my God, there's a lot of stuff here. Mm -hmm. But um, it, it, but the just the awareness of what's going on underneath the hood of these trading strategies, I think, is, is very useful information to have and will cut out a lot of learning time. Uh, as far as applying it, you're going to you're going to want to be a stage four or five trader. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. And then, you know, one concept that 
really drove home for me was this um, term called resulting that I believe uh, was it Annie Annie Duke her, Annie yeah. Duke wrote a great book. She was a professional or is a professional poker player and trading the markets obviously is very much like poker. And she talks about this this term where we in our minds we like to anchor to grading a decision we make in the markets for example based on the outcome that doesn't have anything to do with it if i make if i have an 80% if i make a decision that has an 80% chance of success and it turns out to be a loser is that a bad decision no it's an 80% winner i'll do it every single time so but what we do, yeah, I'm, gonna throw, I'm gonna throw another comment there. That's assuming that your risk reward in your in that decision was yes is in the right Thank proportion. You. Yes, yeah. you need you know at least one to one and or you know two to one, three to one uh, would be even better. Certainly, yeah. Um, and so, but we uh, either consciously or subconsciously fall victim to that a lot, right? And it sort of relates to recency bias too. So we want to we want to have you know avoid that and carry the right mindset so that we don't fall into those traps. Um, some of the other principles, you know, uh, trader transformation was, and I'll show you this when we get towards the end of, the, of my slides, really gives you the, the the opportunity to express yourself as a trader. Like, can you, you know, John? I don't know how many trades you've created, but 14, 15 trades, maybe even more that you've never shared, and other people have too, and so on and so forth. But like. I've never sat down and tried to create a trade. And this, that was part of the home, homework, by the way. Um, I, I've created, I've created, I don't know, 14 or 18 trades that have made it to market. But if you look at V32, right. that's ver version 32, right? So. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. So there you go. Hundreds <laughs> of different versions, right? So, right. but, you know, if you've never really done that, I mean, just doing that alone is a necessary part of the process. You know, as a, as in the journey of of a trader, you need to at least try it. You know, just just to see, get into the simulator, get into the back testing software that you have, and play around with a trade. Uh, and it, you know, it, it, that's where the art comes out, and it helps to um, change this from some sort of a binary, um, you know, simply statistical uh, endeavor. There is an art to it. There is subjectivity. There's expression that we can do. Also introduced the idea of Pareto principle, right? So when we get 80% of the way to an answer, go with it. Don't just spin your wheels until you think you've uh, achieved some sort of pr uh, uh, perfection as it relates to whatever issue you're, you're dealing with. And then John also, it's funny how when we first start out, we drive ourselves, uh, or many of us do, to complexity, right? We need to make more complexity equals more profits. Well, more complexity is safety, right? So people get more complex so that they avoid losing because they don't want right. to feel the feelings of losing and so forth, right? Right. So they cover up. Basically, what they're doing is they're covering up the loss, the losing scenario of their trading to themselves. In other words, they're hiding the losing scenario from themselves. That's right. what they're doing. So that they yeah. uh, can, can use that as confidence to trade. And this was a great reminder of how just doing the simplest things can often give you the best results. Yeah, we had some extremely simple trading strategies that did fantastically mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, Seth mm -hmm. did videos on one of them, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. 
Um, some other things that we talked about, um, you know, there was a lot of trader collaboration. Uh, we always encourage people um, to find trading partners or trading groups. And certainly we have a community. We have uh, Skype groups for our membership and forums. Um, and John does a webinar uh, where traders can ask questions and get help. And that's really, you know, that accelerates your learning. And like I said, we did breakout groups during this workshop. And it was really neat to talk to other traders to see what lens are they looking through when they, they're thinking about trading or a specific trade. And that's where a lot of blind spots that you might have get uncovered. And so that was really uh, a rich experience from that standpoint. Design considerations as we as we learn to create our own trades, right? Mm -hmm. To be able to evaluate tactics, you know, for does it fit my personality? Do I like high gamma, low gamma? Do I like safety? Do I want to check it three times a day or once a day? Those kinds of things we want to we want to think about. You know, how much you want to adjust if you're rolling, so on and so forth. Um, those are the things that we went through uh, in detail. And it's not really that difficult to process, but once you go through it once, it really becomes uh, something simple that you can do over and over again. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we did a lot of just showing trading rules and um, just comparing yeah. it to a chart and then playing the trade out with the chart without accessing it. Which, yeah. Which yeah. you can do. People don't even realize that, right? So yeah. you can take a back strat. You can take you can back test a strategy that you have no data for, you know, back to 1962 because you know, you know what the price movement scenarios going on under under the hood are and how they right. affect the strategy, which is pretty yeah. cool. I want to say we had like five or six groups, and they each one of them came up. I don't. Know, I guess it was on day two of the workshop and presented the trade that they developed. Um, mm -hmm and the results and the strengths and weaknesses and just, just discuss the trade. And it was uh, you know, really enlightening from that standpoint. And again, I wanted to highlight, just to go back to the simplicity thing, pe mm -hmm. people have probably heard of Occam's razor, right? This is just basically saying that the simplest course of action is usually the best. We don't need to overcomplicate. And like John said, which is really a mental crutch that we're using, simplicity is usually the best um, course of action. And I'll show you that, like I said, I'll show you a trade that I had developed for this uh, program, which is extremely simple. And it didn't need to have, for example, complicated rolling and moving and this and that. And, you know, some, some strategies obviously do, but, you know, you need to have a purpose to those things. You start out simple and then add compl complexity when necessary, not the other way around. Do you have a comment, John? No, no, no. I'm good. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're right. Yeah. I mean, well, see, I did it. What, what did I come up with the Super Bowl? I think I came up with the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was that yeah. was one of the things I, that I that I came up with. And Stephen took that and he just his mind just exploded. He went out, <laughs> he just went out and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Trades, so. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, well, wait a minute, how, how can we? Yeah, it's basically it's kind of an extreme example of it. That's a good point. So yeah. there is a section on there where we take um, three of trades that lock in your success. And we show a, a way to utilize all three trades based on the market context that's happening. So for instance, you would enter as, uh, as one particular trade and then you'd have a switching trigger. It could be based on you know, various things. It could be um, a movement in the VIX. It could be a technical analysis level, whatever uh, the case may be. And the trades were basically postured as bullish, 
um, bearish leaning and then more uh, neutral conservative. So th the point of that exercise was to develop a mechanism to get in an alignment with the market during a campaign. Now, this isn't uh, right. necessarily so those, just going from scratch to build a trade. It's taking existing trades, but then adding some creativity to it to stay in context with the market that you're seeing. Right, right. For those who don't know what the X4 is, we have three trading strategies in there that basically are they're kind of geared towards a particular type of market, more bullish, more neutral, more bearish and choppy. And um, a lot of times, if you go back and you look at the back testing results for these trades over the last 10, 15 years or whatever, you'll see that certain trades do well at certain times and other trades do well at other times. And some, one of the ideas that some people came up with is, well, why don't we do a switching, have some sort of an indicator to do a switching strategy between those, um, those trades. And, and I think some of the groups actually did play out yeah. some of those switching strategies and we talked about those. Oh yeah, we live yeah. traded them. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So it was, uh, it was really cool. Yeah. And so again, you know, that's just an example of you can take what you already have. Let's say you're trading two or three strategies, you know, the rule sets from wherever you got them, but then you can, you know, add some sort of a switching mechanism or something that keeps you in line with what's happening in the market, as opposed to tweaking one trade to try to curve fit and make it work. And with what you're seeing now, all you're doing is your edge has changed, but you're trying to force that edge back into existence. And that's like John mentioned in the opening. Well, remarks, all, so all, just not going to happen. All you are is moving the edge, right? <laughs> and it's yeah. taking it away somewhere else. So whatever right. you do, yeah, this right. pluses and minuses. Yeah. And this slide just really reiterates that same thing as, you know, your system creation is all about staying aligned with the market during a campaign or as an entry, right? Mm -hmm. So here is, I don't know if you want me to go through this. Actually, uh, let, let me wait quickly. Yeah. Take, take, I'm going to take, take a quick break and I'm going to just tell everybody about the program and then we can finish yeah. up. So in the trader transformation workshop, we cover trader transformation principles. And uh, I was going to pick out a few of them here. First of all, in the core is just fully understanding your income strategies. We want to make sure we learn how to gradually layer, you know, there's a lot of, put it this way, there's a lot to fully understanding your strategies, especially when you get to the more complex strategies. And I did break down more complex strategies to show you exactly what's going on underneath the strategies and what assumptions we're making in the marketplace. Remember I talked about the bull trade and I said, well, in order for this bull trade to work out, that you have to have the underlying assumption that the market's going to do certain things and how that's the case with all trades. Uh, I came in here with like the bearish butterfly and when we did, we, I think we did the net zero trade and M3 and probably the rock, uh, definitely did the rock and the bull and the super bowl and so forth and talked about the underlying assumptions of what normal market maker, what normal market movement and implied volatility movement tends to be like and how those assumptions relate to the, the actual guidelines of the strategy. And um, I think that was very enlightening for everybody, but that's a lot of information and you can learn it. You just have to layer it in gradually. Okay. Um, but we, but we did, we went through that and it was a fantastic exercise. So fully understand your strategies. You should be able to do that type of thing with any strategy you're trading. Um, we talk about, you know, discovering the effect of utilizing different types of entry strategies. So whether it's a butterfly condor or broken wing butterfly, right? So that's a configuration entry. You can configure as a broken wing butterfly. You can configure as a butterfly. You can configure as a condor. And then you can have um, different ways you uh, either increase 
size is, you know, you can have scaling strategies, you can have price scaling strategies, date scaling strategies. We talk about all the different kinds of entries and what their effects are on long-term well, what their strengths and weaknesses are, I should probably say. We also talk about different exit strategies. I'm always asked, geez, you know, should we lower our profit target? Should we increase our profit target? Should we have no profit target? Um, are there other criteria we should be exiting for other than profit target? And the answer is yes, absolutely. But we, you know, we, we talk about all the different exit strategies and how they affect your profitability on the trade long-term and in different environments. Um, we talk about the benefits and drawbacks of various adjustment strategies, right? So you have an entry strategy when you do a trade, you have an adjustment strategy, whether even if that's none, uh, then you have an exit strategy. Um, and how do all these come together to create the, the types of results or, or, or go together with different types of marketplaces? And the other principle we talk about is learning to quickly and effectively create strategies without backtesting. You know, we're not making up rules and hoping, we're, we're, we're making up rules and then, we're, under, and then we're, we're taking a look and thinking about the dynamics of those rules and figuring out before we even put it in a back tester, before we even look at the analytical software, figuring out. I had to do this, by the way, when I started trading. I came in here, everybody had these, there were trades back then too, they were, were less of them, but there were trades back then and everybody's looking for the trade rules that's gonna win all the time. Um, and you know, they're going through the same, I went through the same thing you did. Oh, I traded these trade rules. Oh, look, they were wonderful. Look at, look at the, this guy did, you know, we didn't have back testing because we only had data for like a year at that point, but we had people who had traded them for the last six months or the last year. And, oh, look, he's done doing wonderful. Look at, this is all exciting, right? Uh, I'm going to trade that trade. And I trade that trade. And then all of a sudden, you know, it, it does poorly. And then we have the next one and then we have the next one and then we have the next one. And same thing as you guys, only we went through it faster because, <laughs> We weren't sophisticated, but you know, at some point, I just I just say this stuff isn't working. What is the real underlying principle that's going to help me make money? And 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 you know, I had I literally had to learn how to create an effective strategy without knowing what the back test results were going to be. And you know, as you know, I did fairly well. The M three was initially created without back testing. I created that in two thousand and seven, I believe. The bearish butterfly was created without back testing. I didn't even have analytical back testing software at that point. All the rules came up, you know, out of my head, out of my head without having to back test them, and they proved to do well in the strategy. So we continue to do that today with a lot of stuff. Only now we will put it in back tester and see what goes on. But um, that is an advantage, but it's certainly not necessary. And you don't have to waste time back testing a set of rules. It has no chance of actually being long-term viable in the marketplace. So this is they're extremely important lessons to to learn with that. But when we talk about this, we talk about the story of the strategy. So every strategy has a story. And by that, I mean, there's certain things the market has to do or has to not do in order for that strategy to perform well. And you should know what those are. And not only that, that story should also match your subjective beliefs about the marketplace. Now, some people say, well, I have no, no beliefs about the marketplace. It just moves back and forth. And if that's the case, again, that's half your problem. Okay, if you're trading a bull trade or whatever trading strategy you do, it should be because you have a subjective belief about the marketplace that it that it's going to do certain things or not do certain things, and that's why your strategy matches up with your with yourself, and that that's where you're going to trade the best. So we want to make sure that matches. We break down the principles and features of like the bearish butterfly, the M3, the rock, net zero, bull, super bull, uh, the X4 strategies, and some other strategies that literally created so that we could 
help with the understanding of how to do this. We want to teach you the universal principles are true with all high probability trading strategies. We want to discover how scaling, rolling, adjustment strategies, profit target manipulation, max loss manipulation, structural risk, and reset strategy type of trading all affect your high probability strategies results over time. And then you also get to experience the very early stages of the Super Bowl trade and the M3.4U trade because they came from there, right? That, that's, that was part of the workshop uh, work. Also, another principle, think like a professional trader. You want to discover how ludicrous the typical person's beliefs, processes, and expectations are as they relate to trading. You know, your typical person is going to come in. And again, this is not your fault. I did the same thing. You come in. Oh, look, there's this trading thing that happens. And people can make money with the trading thing. And they just follow these rules. And they're going to win all the time. Okay, that's, I believe that. Right, that I I didn't know any better, but after a while, if you've been doing this for ten years, you should have learned this by now. Okay, so you want to make sure. But we 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 talk about how how crazy that actual belief is, and we we just point out the realities of it and how it prevents you from being successful in trading, even if you do find a perfect strategy. By the way, even if you come up with a strategy that that will withstand everything, most traders aren't going to be able to even trade that, and we talk about why. And also, we talk about the paradox of income strategies. And an interesting thing about income strategies, when you look at, everybody's looking, or I shouldn't say everybody, many people are looking for the strategy that wins the, the most often. And they're not really considering the risk reward and probability dynamics together. In other words, they're not figuring out what they don't, they're not considering the utility of the strategy. And that being the case, they get in these strategies that, that if something goes wrong, they're going to take this major loss, but their wins are only very, very minor. And you know they win 95% of the time or something. But it, a strategy like that looks very, very safe. But over time, because of the risk-reward dynamic, along with that, that's a losing strategy over time. The only problem is you don't find out till four years down the road when it finally you know, starts getting losses and you're, and you're sized at you know, 10,000% bigger than you were when you started. So, you know, the safer a strategy appears and often the higher probability is, the less likely that you tend to be profitable over time with those strategies. I've seen that. I've been in this, you know, tracking with people for 10 years now. We also talk about the lie of probabilities. The probability of your strategies winning are not as they appear. We want to find out how to, how to evaluate the actual probability of the strategy winning. And that's a lot more than back testing it and form fitting your rules. So we talk about that. We want to make sure that we understand the influence that luck has on our trading results so that we don't rely on our results necessarily to determine whether we made a good decision or not. Like Stephen was talking earlier, we are talking about determining the utility of your bet when you enter the marketplace. We have people to say, I'm not betting, I'm trading, I'm going with probabilities. Well, that's bullshit. You're always betting. It's just something you tell yourself so that you don't feel like you're betting. Okay. But every trade... In fact, about every if you talk to Annie Duke, right? About about everything you do in life is a bet. So you want to make sure you know the utility of the bet, that bet. And again, we do that with the risk reward probability equation. And then we start talking about trading psychology, right? So this is a trading performance course. So we want to know, we want to we talk about how we should be thinking about security and freedom as a trader, uh, how to gauge the limits of what we know. One of the problems with traders is and you know myself and human beings in general is that we think we know more than we do and it's important that you gauge how much you actually know we have to be aware of our heuristics our biases uh, and the frames that we 
the way we frame things and how they affect our trading decisions. And we talk about the art of being adaptable, subjective traders so that we can ensure our long-term profitability in the market. So these are very, very important things. And that is pretty much what the workshop's about. I mean, I can't explain everything, but you know, developing the ability to evaluate any trading strategy, getting a full understanding of what you're doing, learning how to create trading strategies that are going to be effective without spending a ton of time doing that, transforming yourself into a confident, competent, consistently profitable trader. If that is your goal, then this trader transformation workshop is, is for you. So what we're doing here is, Normally this program is $19.95, and this is the biggest discount that I've ever done on the program. I just want to get this into the hands of traders. So um, basic members is $100 off. Uh, Go members, $16.95. Pro members, $14.95. That's $500 off. Um, and if you're not a member, membership is open. And that's our offer on it. And like I said, it's, it's probably, I mean, in my opinion, I think this is the best program that we've done. It's um, it's really great program. And to get it's that- It's transformative. It really is. If, if you get in here and you do the work, it is a workshop. So there's work yeah. you need to do. You know, it's not yeah. right. It's not sitting back and passively watching. So right. there's work, there's work that you want to do here. And yeah. This is where you, you separate the wheat from the chaff, right? This is where you say, I'm committed to this. I'm a trader. This isn't a hobby. This isn't somewhere I'm just going to chase somebody else's trades. This is the workshop that makes you a real trader. Exactly, exactly. This is this is where it's at. I mean, this is, these are the things that you have to realize before you make it to the next level. So it's like with any when you're learning anything, I mean, you, you go into it with a certain amount of ignorance. And, and that's, that's not a bad word. I know that triggers negative feelings for people. But yeah, I mean, you're just doing something new. You're, you're going in with ignorance, right? You don't know what you don't know. And at some point, and, and at that point, you too, you're not ready for all this information either. But at some point, you get to the point where you hit a wall, and you need new realizations in order to go further. And this is what this program is designed to do. So anybody who wants to become a member, you come in here, you can, this is lockingyoursuccess.com. You can check out our membership levels here. And then as far as this course, trading courses, this is a trading performance course. It's a trader transformation workshop. You can click on that and that brings you in here. And you just scroll down to the bottom that gives us our savings for our different membership levels. And then if you're an actual, if you, if you are a member, a go or a pro member, you come in here and you go into your dashboard and you have your discounts listed here. So you just click on that and you're good to go. All right. I'm going to turn this over back over to you, Stephen. Okay. So let me set the stage. So as I said before, John gave all the participants of this live workshop, some homework. Of course, you're kind of thinking it's going to be something simple and quick and oh, alas, it was not. <laughs> and in the end, we were really glad it was some challenging work because it forced you to go through the process. And what I ended up coming, coming up with was I wanted to come up with a strategy that took advantage obviously of the environment up until this was 2018. Hey, hey can, can I tell you something interesting about the, um, yep. about the homework? Yeah. My initial plan with that homework is if somebody showed up and they didn't have the homework done, we we're going to put them in the corner and embarrass them. <laughs> right, right, right. Because you weren't going to get any, you weren't going to get anything out of the workshop if you don't go through the process. Right, and I, and I was sending emails and stuff, and I was serious about it too. But Sherry oh yeah, that's like, right. Yeah, Sherry, Sherry, Sherry was like, "You can't do that." <laughs> I yeah, was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, really. Never- Everybody came with some homework, didn't they? Everybody did it, though. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> and you know what? It was really some. Uh, 
added a lot of value. There's a lot of great ideas. I think every, uh, I know everybody came out of that much better traders for the experience. And so back to this trade, after doing the homework, you know, I said, you know, look, there's, there's this, basically this environment that we've more or less been in. This was 2018 since 20, since 2008, you know, an uptrending market, some, some years higher than others, uh, volatility, relatively low, some spikes a little bit higher, some years a little bit choppier than others, but more or less pretty darn bullish, right? That's all we knew. Um, and so what I wanted to do was try to just, and this was just literally, I'm like, I'm going to be extreme with this. Like, okay, John's got this Super Bowl thing. It's at the money, vertical spread, so on and so forth, which sounds more aggressive than a 10 Delta, right? But that that speaks to how silly that whole thought is. Not that that's not a viable trade. It just depends on how you trade it. Um, and I said, what if we do, uh, we do a lot of broken wing butterfly trades, right? That's sort of the foundation of our of John's approach, but it's usually, you know, below the money. How about we put this thing way above the money? What does that do? What does that look like? When would I do that? Why would I do that? What am I trying to achieve? So this is a, a screenshot of what an int- typical entry would look like. And let me show you, this is another one. And, and, and you I'll, guys have seen me do this on trading with the pros too. So we have a bull Yeah, class, John stole my trade, trade, guys. So. I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually, when I first saw that, I was like, yeah, it's kind of flattering. Like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, he's using this. Yeah, and we'll talk about that later, how this you know, is extremely effective when it's subjective. But one might say, okay, this guy's obviously uh, pretty bullish. Um, it's got, you know, plus 58 Delta, you know, the T plus zero line and it's pointing, uh, you know, straight up to the right, just about, why don't you just buy calls? Well, okay. What happens if the market goes up and stalls calls going to lose tons of value? That doesn't work. Okay. Why don't we just do Super Bowl Like we talked about, well, if I do it here above the money and try to really get the risk reward in my favor. And we can argue about where you actually set that, but let's just look at it. Remember, we're just trying to quickly evaluate strategies, not get caught up in details and untangling ideas and all this. This increases the risk tremendously, right? Yeah, my reward is higher, but let's look at the T plus zero line differences. And let's also consider that if the market were to get up into this area, do I have more flexibility if I'm in a BWB posture or do I have more flexibility if I'm in this sort of bullish vertical posture? We could argue about that. Yeah, I can switch and change and make one and the other. But for purposes of this exercise, I said, you know what? I like the components of this strategy that if the market outruns me to the upside, I don't have to do anything. I don't want to roll. I don't want to have to adjust. I just let this thing go. It's winning trade if it gets up here. And then you say, well, yeah, if it goes down, you're going to take a pie in the face. Yeah. Let's look and see what one-to-one risk reward would be, right? So nine grand is is the expiration graph to the top. So let's say that's our max we could make. Where do we lose 9,000? About 2110. That's like... What is that? And in, and in those days, twenty-one that would have been a monster move. Yeah. Well, this is twenty twenty-one. This twenty twenty-one. Oh, 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 is it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, but we could 
well, let me finish this and I will show you the big difference. That's a huge credit. And that's 49 days. Right. Right. It's a huge credit, but it gives me a little flexibility. I don't have to wait till I've made all this, but let's get the one to one. That's 138 points down. Are you willing to make nine grand versus Lou nine grand with 138 point down move? And all you got to do is move up here and you're in the green and you can decide whether or not you want to trade it out. In a bullish yeah. market, yeah, I'm taking that bet. So let's look at, to John's point, this was August 2021. You so, take see, a, well, one of the things I was going to just mention yeah. is, is, you know, you, you come, people will say, yeah, well, if the market goes down, you lose. But as if, if you were flat delta, you can't lose. Good point. Right. So I would come back with, yeah, well, if you come in with a flat delta trade and you have an adjustment strategy, when is that trade going to lose? And they'd be like, well, right. uh, it's not supposed to lose. Which right, shows, right? right? right. Which, is not, which, as we all know, if you've been doing this for any length of time, that is absolutely not true. Right. It's just that the, the scenarios that have to happen in the marketplace are different. Right. You, 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 the reason people have trouble trading this way is because they can see the losing scenario and they're, not conf- and they're, and they're too busy trying to hide that losing scenario to, from themselves. Right. Right. Yeah. It's At the mental you- games that we play that we don't realize we're doing. Right. At least you know what happened. You know how this trade loses. <laughs> right. So, yeah, exactly. And so that, but let's look. That, let's, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, so let's look, let's compare a 2018 that's in my slide to this one entry that's in 2021. And already I can see how different it is. Let's the Delta is 58 on this one. These are all going to be 10 lots at 49 days and I'm getting, you know, nine grand of credit. All right. So let's switch over. Whoops to the slide, the Delta for the same entry, I know this isn't highlighted to where it is, but trust me, it was at 49 um, DTE, 141 positive Deltas. Again, this is May, 2018, different environment, right? Mm -hmm. And the credit was half, it's only five grand. $24,000 of structural risk. This one's got 21. So can you all see the, how favorable the dynamic, less risk, less positive Delta, much more upside. Now, right. yes, what's, we always talk about trade-offs. There's no free lunch. The trade-off is the market is moving a lot more now than it was, or 2021, than it was in, um, from an ATR perspective than it was in 2018. So that, that's the difference in those trades. Now, just to kind of explain the rest of the trade. So what I used was a, uh, a movement in the VIX to create a switching strategy. So I'm in this strategy when the market is uh, in a bullish posture and the, the VIX based on some parameters tells me it's safe to be in this posture because the market generally just goes up in the environment that we've, when this was developed and we experienced. Now, if we had an explosion in volatility, then I got, I exited this position and got into a bearish postured um, trade. And then when the, when the market settled down and the uncertainty wave went back out, we'd switch back, I would switch back into this trade. And that's the essence of what the trade was. Now, what you got to understand is I only know the market that I've seen for the last 10 years. And then you have to ask yourself, like we talked about, when does this trade perform? When does it not? What are the conditions where 
it's going to fail. And because yeah, you could back test this right for mm-hmm. I don't know eight or nine years, which I mean, realistically, the environment from two thousand nine to two thousand seventeen was probably pretty much the same. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So you could you could back test that whole time frame and really not run too much of a problem with the strategy, and then all of a sudden, right? Oh, why why is this not making money anymore? Right. Right. And so and so let's talk about that edge. And, and before I do that, let me show you what. Um, at the time, the results. This were this were the results for the back test that I did for the strategy that I did for the homework. Equity curve, pretty good. Looks like a price chart, right? I mean, it's obviously you want it to go. Uh, you want an equity curve that goes up, and it's obviously going to run into periods where it has drawdowns, and then makes a higher high, and then hopefully it makes a higher low, and so on and so forth had good statistics. So this again was 2018. I think it was just the year of 2018, 24 trades, uh, 75% win rate, almost a three profit factor of three average, average uh, winner and loser about the same. Good strategy, right? And again, this was just a homework assignment. This wasn't something I was just, you know, we create, we created this in like, in like a very short period of time. <laughs> yeah, and it was just to, to, to evaluate and then build from there. And then obviously John just said, well, you know, yeah, I'm gonna actually trade this thing. <laughs> yeah, he, did, he didn't trade the, the bearish component to it, but- Right, but I utilize it, I utilize it right. when the conditions are, are good to do so. Right. And this is what you, that's what you wanna learn. Right, so what I did for this presentation today was to go ahead and say, well, let's go ahead and back test this through an extended period from 2008. And now you can see for 2008, we ended about- 2018. 2018, yeah. excuse me, 2008, about right there. And so this right. is what this additional, I mean, look at that. I mean, that looks great, right? That's the Van Gogh thing, right? But that's yeah. not what's completely important, right? I mean, yeah, we want a great equity curve, but what was the market doing in 2020, right? That. Right. And then you can see that in a period in 2019, anybody who's trading that was a little bit challenging. And for an equity curve, that's not too bad. Um, you know, it what's didn't your, make. What's your planned capital on this, Stephen? Just curious. Uh, I you, think it know? was like 10 grand or something. I don't know. 20. No, that's not. That's utilized. I think planned capital was like 35. 35,000. 35,000. Yeah. All right. 35, so the percentage return in how many years? In four years, it's got to be insane on that. Oh yeah, it's got to be really good. Well, it made one hundred and seventy thousand uh, yeah. dollars. One seventy divided by thirty-five is what? There you go. Or so. yeah. yeah, yeah, and you can see the statistics still are relatively the same. So the the profit factor was a little bit less. Uh, you did get ten winners in a row. The rest of it, the win rate was the same. But twenty twenty one was now. This is in the Russell was different. This is understanding your trade. Now, if I'm in a trade, let me just restate it. That's going to take advantage of an overall bullish market. And we're talking about, you know, like on a weekly basis. I'm not talking, you know, well, that's days 400, hours. 400, 480%, by the way. 480%. That's pretty good, right? <laughs> Strategy <laughs> came up with in an hour. Yeah. Just, blind, yeah, right. you know, just like, wow, let's just yeah. give this a go. Put out the blank canvas and go for it. I mean, it was yeah. kind of, I was like, you're almost like, oh my gosh, this is like, why wasn't I doing this before? Um, you can't necessarily that, depend on that doing that in the future either. Right, that's, that's right, right, right. Yeah. 
Right, but this, this provides the jumping off point to all sorts of other ideas and methods and, and how to apply it. But back to the kryptonite, right? Understanding when this trade doesn't work is... Critically important. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was critically important. But what it, what it was based on was a, a VIX trigger, right? So mm -hmm. you had a very low VIX. I mean, you had single digit VIX for a long, for certain stretches, but it's certainly down in the low teens, right? And then you'd have a, a violent uh, volatility explosion, and then it would later dissipate, um, you know, within a couple of weeks, maybe a month. I mean, that's basically what was happening. But when 2021 happened, you did, you had an already elevated VIX in RVX. You had a change skew environment. You weren't getting volatility explosions it just exploded up and never came back down right so my system never triggered for me to switch, switch. right okay so the weakness of is it now should be evident is two things one look at the price chart of the russell in 2021 it's not trending it's insane chop really mm. wide chop about right here is when it stops trending. So it's trending, 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 and it stops. And then when we get these moves down, I wasn't getting a trigger from the system that I had at the time to move into the bearish posture trade. Obviously the bullish trade is gonna get whacked. So this right. is the kryptonite. And this is what we talk about in the principles of saying, hey, we're not gonna curve fit or tweak the current system. We're gonna just simply recognize this is not the trade as it's stated, the best trade for this environment. Mm. So then John, what John did is he took that and he says, you know what? That's true. And I don't have to, in this strategy as written was a you know, continuously in the market. But what John did was he says, why don't I enter this trade when we're, we hit clear support? So you've got this sort of swing low here, the market goes up and it comes back down to test it. Boom, John's in this trade. He, it goes up, he converts the trade into something more flat delta after he's already uh, actualized half the profit that was in the trade, right? Let's say you sold it for a $5 credit, you're probably up 2,500 bucks in just a matter of days. And then he goes into something that's, um, that can take advantage of this chop. Maybe it's fl flatter delta, uh, so on and so forth. Um, come back down to support, he's putting it on again come back down to support. He's putting it on again. I think you did that several times last year and maybe even once this year. So the point is, right. is that we don't get stuck and siloed in some system that worked 480% over the last four years. We take the chains off and say, hey, is there a component of this that I can use in a subjective manner um, and, and be a more evolved trader? So that was just a really great example of how you can sometimes get caught up in curve fitting and trying to tweak things instead of recognizing what's the weakness in the trade and then how can I take well, Once you understand the strength and weakness, you can then exploit it. Right. Right. Exactly. If you're just trading rules, you really can't do that. So. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, so that was that trade. Really great experience. We all, you know, there was there's some other trades that were developed and I think some other people utilized in their own trading. And then from there, that's when the, all the growth and, happens, and, right? And and there were some not so good trades too, but you know that's the, that's the part of experimenting, right? You get the good right. trades, yeah, that's the good trades. You understand why? 
it's an iterative yeah. process. You know, failure is simply a step to uh, one of the steps on the ladder to success, as they say, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Is that all you have, Steve? That, that is it. I'll hand it back to you. All right. Well, thank you. That, that was that was fantastic. Thanks for sharing that with us. And yeah. I just, I'm just going to quickly just show you again how to get a hold of the Trader Transformation Workshop, if that's something you should choose to do to improve your trading. So again, develop the ability to evaluate any trading strategy and gain a full understanding of what the strategy is based on looking at the guidelines, learn how to quickly create ex extremely effective trading strategies or gain a complete understanding of existing strategies without the need to backtest them and transform yourself into a confident, confident, consistently profitable trader. Uh, if that is your goal, then I highly suggest the Trader Transformation Workshop. And again, it's uh, on sale right now, normally $19.95, basic members $18.95, go members $16.95, pro members $14.95. This is the largest discount we've ever had for this program. And uh, if you, if you talk to the people who've been there, they can tell you how transformational it, uh, it really is. So to get that, you can just go to lockinyoursuccess.com, which is, uh, you can just go to lockinyoursuccess.com and look for, it'll look like this. Look for, become a member. If you need to become a member, you come in here, you can check out our membership levels and see which one is right for you. Uh, if you are a member, you can go right to trading courses, it's a trading performance course, trader transformation workshop. And again, just scroll down to the bottom. And then if you are a member, you can go into your dashboard with your go or a pro member and you have your discount section and you can just press on that button. And that's what I have. Let me see if I don't think any questions have come across. So we don't know. We have one question here. Is the program live or recorded? No, this is the recorded program of, that we had in, we did this in 2019 in Orlando before COVID and we couldn't do live events anymore. So this is going to be a recording of that program. Okay. And I believe that is all we have. So thank you for joining us, everybody. I hope you consider adding this program to your list of tools in your options trading. And I wish you the best success either way. Thanks, everybody. And thank you, Stephen, as well. Are, am I planning any live events for this in the future? Well, I will probably have a live event in the future. I probably won't duplicate the workshop. So when you look at all of our workshops, they're all different. So we have Ultimate Income Trader, which focuses on one thing. This focuses on something else. And the other workshop we've had, which the names of them are escaping my mind right now, but we've had, I think, three other ones. But they're all different topics. We are likely to have a live workshop again, maybe in January, but that has not been confirmed yet. We've been looking for space. And of course, we have to think about default plans of COVID shuts things down again and all this other stuff. So but that's what's going on right now. All right. Thank you, everybody. And enjoy.